Hello everybody and welcome to a bonus episode of the Rockin' Beards podcast. I'm going to call it a bonus episode because this is going to be a, a more of a linear series as we go through the entire discography of Bjork starting with the album debut for this review. My name is Holden Stefan Roy or HSR and this is the series where we go through rock-ish i guess bjork is kind of rock i don't know don't, don't hate come at me i know she's like all over and like super artist i'm just saying um i don't know she has the spirit of rock in her for sure and uh, we go through the albums track by track break them down whatever thoughts come out on each one and the whole goal is to just kind of dig deep and see why each of her albums is going to be brilliant i think it would be fun to run through some discographies and with bjork we reviewed her album Utopia and I got so many positive and incredible comments from our fan base and it made me realize that I wanted to understand why everybody loved her as much as they do. Part of why it took so long to get started with this was nobody else wanted to run through her whole discography with me. So and inevitably I had to get comfortable doing this on my own and so here I am. I'm ready to run through the entire album of debut and give you my thoughts and opinions. But I do like to point out, I'm not like an expert. I'm just somebody who started doing this at the end of 2016. And I've been running through these reviews week over week, just mostly hip hop. But I don't want to just do hip hop. And somebody like Bjork is just this crazy kind of artist, not crazy in a bad way, in the most exciting kind of way where... It's just so weird. You have to, it's almost like you have to hear Bjork in your life to have like a, uh, even to have any kind of a semblance of a complete musical understanding. Bjork is like one of those must listens, in my opinion, just on the limited amount I've heard. But on that note, all of you coming to this video, there's a good chance you're a bigger Bjork fan than I am, and you've heard a lot more of her music than I have. And I just say, just take anything I have to say with a grain of salt. This is going to just be my experiences as a relatively new Bjork fan discovering her music, let's say, in 2019. Um, so just, just feel free, though, to leave any comments correcting me, giving me your thoughts and opinions on any of the songs. Let's say I get a lyric wrong. What is your interpretation? I absolutely want to hear all of it, and I will answer any comments that to appear in the comment section i think it's like the only way to build a community is to show y'all that if you're gonna make that effort to comment that i will comment and since there's a whole bunch of bjork to go through and i don't know how quickly they'll come but i'm gonna review every one of her albums it would be super cool to have you along with this journey with me and just letting me know what you think along the way um, before we jump into the episode, though, I want to give a quick shout out to the patrons: Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Super, oh, sorry, DJ Black Hurricane, uh, Jonathan Barnes, and Lindell Williams. I hope I said them all. Either way, they all appeared on the card. So yeah, let's get into it. At the start of the show, I think it's mad important as we uh, before we discuss Bjork's debut album, but just to discuss my familiarity with Bjork. As I said, I'm kind of new to her, um, because and I, I want to start like this because if you're like a super fan who's like been listening to her since like the 80s with her other band, um, you're gonna feel differently than somebody who maybe jumped on at like Vulnerica or whatever it's called, or um, you know, as you kind of 
when you based on the albums you've listened to and how much of your music you've consumed and you all have preferences and different experiences and journeys with her music and all of that impacts how you perceive this album so for me i'm relatively new to bjork we went through utopia we used the same format and i was absolutely blown away by that project she sounded feisty there was this passion this emotion the way she sounds was just so different the way she could blend like hip-hop and nature music and just things like that it appealed to me because as a person whose main goal with this whole channel is to learn and to grow and to appreciate at a deeper level all sorts of music i just was like well i've never encountered anything like bjork and her poetry was so interesting and for me it would just that's the thing that stood out to me the most was her lyrics were so like i don't know i don't have a better word than interesting like her perspective is just one that not many people necessarily share and so hearing her purity in her music and like you can just tell that this is just an artist who's all about creating what she wants to create and how she wants to create it and i was enthralled so way back when utopia dropped i think it was in late 2017 i knew i wanted to review more bjork and it's only a year and a half later so not that bad not that bad at all i mean i, I know I'm, I'm gonna be a lot quicker with the rest of them um i don't have a lot more to say i know she's icelandic i know she's a musical legacy i know that she was in a band before this I actually listened to it a bit just to get like a sense of who what it sounded like over the course of my Bjork journey, I will listen to more interviews from her and kind of get a better sense of who she is and what part, like, what's going on in her life. Like, I know currently she spends six months a year in Iceland and six months a year in New York, and I was hearing all about how her child handles the school system and et cetera, et cetera. But there's a lot she's done. Like, she's collaborated with Riza from the Wu-Tang. She's got, like, this crazy catalog, so there's so much to still learn. And I promise I'll put in that effort to learn what I need to to make this better. And if you have any books or recommendations, I'm super open to that. I've been a little stunted on my reading quest, but I plan on really getting back into reading with a fervor. So on that note, I love this album cover. It's just super simple. She's kind of like there with her hands up like this, and she's just kind of looking so so almost childlike, so innocently, so like gleefully. Like she's just excited to like tell you a secret, to let you know that something's coming. And the album is just called Debut, which is just like the beginning, and it's the start of her solo career. So it's a very fitting title, I guess, in terms of just when it fits into things. I don't know. The title doesn't do a whole bunch for me but the cover really really makes me want to hear the album just because of that look in her eyes it's like you can tell that this is such a sincere person such a passionately and even emotionally driven like you just you want to know what she's excited to tell you i don't know i don't have a lot more to cover i like the i like the fact that it's in this like black and white picture it's almost like it's sparse it's, it's almost like you're just getting this raw experience i don't know i feel like the cover does a lot more for me than say the title does but that's all right um i'm gonna get into it now i don't want to waste y'all time so why don't we talk about human behavior oh yeah i had an incense burning and it wasn't done so i just moved it back there so y'all could see i wasn't doing no funny business or whatever and that's what any residual smoke was so welcome to the first part of the song where i i use little non-relevant things to introduce stuff um this song just has such a fun energy to it like the music is is really 
different it's kind of got like this heavy rhythmy drum patterns that like just kind of layer in and out and i find it kind of enthralling um the melody is just kind of head boppy and just kind of almost curious and innocent apparently she had come up with the melody when she was a kid and so this song is meant to be taken from almost like a childlike perspective um and it just kind of has this innocent quality to it where it's it's like curiosity is almost conveyed through the music which is like you it, it and it's such an incredible thing because as a grown-up it's not necessarily the type of sounds or energy that you're going to encounter a whole lot so i thought it was really we like really great and i know how a lot of people might say it's weird or whatever but i just thought it was super great i was like okay this is a sound i can get into as my head starts bopping everything's kind of erratic and all sorts of sounds are flowing in and out like the song feels alive it doesn't just feel like a regular song it feels like every little bit of it was tracked i'm absolutely garbage with describing the sounds and the rhythms and the influences but i am pretty good with the lyrics in my humble opinion so right off the jump you get if you ever get close to a human and human behavior be ready be ready to get confused there's definitely 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 no logic to human behavior but yet so yet so irresistible i was like damn what a fascinating like way to start off this album like she's prop she's probably you just get the sense that she's one of those people that just kind of looks around and watches people and just has this sense really good like finger to the pulse of like what humans are actually like not necessarily from a read a bunch of psychology books perspective but from a well-traveled been around the world doesn't really judge people always kind of their perspective just this natural curiosity about human condition and you kind of get this thing where she's almost like she studied it for a really really long time and her conclusion is that they're fucking confusing so you ever get close to a human and look at the way that we are and how we behave and you know what we're all we're all kind of confusing we all know what's right and wrong we all have these weird behavioral quirks or or maybe like here's an example like i'm a completely rational person but if you try to pop one of my pimples i might get really fucking weird and angry with you and i can't explain it i don't really like having my pimples popped but i also recognize that my reaction is disproportionately not like appropriate to the actual action of somebody maybe just trying to jokingly pop a pimple so it is a confusing series of things that we are and if you really are an astute a scholar of the human condition you'll definitely find that there's no logic and i really appreciate her use of definitely three times in a row there's like this linguistic power of almost locking in an idea by repeating the same word over and over again so like something could be very cool but very very cool is better <clears throat> but if some shit's very 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 cool it's like you know that that third one just kind of solidifies it almost as a as a truth as opposed to just being um you know a regular sense of no logic it's like there is no logic it is unfathomable that there could be logic to the human condition but it's almost like in light of all of this confusion and this weirdness and this unpredictability she finds it irresistible she wants to come close to it and in a sense that that has that like childlike nature to her and i find that really amazing it it's a 
to me, it's a great quality to have, especially as I get into my thirties and I start to just consider a lot of different things and who I want to be as I grow into really old. Um, but that childlike curiosity fascinated me on this track. And then I really like the way she just kind of sings out like, and there is no map, like no matter what you want to do, you're not going to, you're not going to find that solution to understanding the human condition. Like you can study a thousand people, 10,000 people. And regardless, everyone's going to be unique and everyone's going to be fucking weird or terribly, terribly, terribly moody. Oh, human behavior. Then all of a sudden turn happy. But oh, to get involved in the exchange of human emotions is ever, ever so, ever so, ever so satisfying. And I love that because... It has like this honesty like we are absolutely negative people who love to complain and have all this darkness to us and especially if you're so empathetic to other people's emotions it must be like when you're around the dark side of humanity it must be something you really feel like you feel it strongly when people are negative around you but then they'll watch this transition of somebody go from the darkest toxicest mood ever to just flip into like this happy joyful like fill up the room with positive energy type thing and it's just like in, in like a snap everybody can just flip their moods and emotions into such crazy different range of things and to get involved in that's fucked up but we're all addicted to it and what, what's what's fascinating about this song is she kind of like it, it makes you almost take a step back and think about human emotions and human behaviors and what drives you from like a, an anthropological third eye kind of perspective. Like, yo, have you ever really thought about this human shit? But it's done in such an innocuous, fun, like it's so amazing kind of way that I feel like she makes you almost question shit, but not in a way that like kind of puts you in a bad place with it. Whereas some people might be doing it to be challenging. It's almost like Bjork is, is bringing these things up just because she's curious. She was wondering if there was a way to figure out people. Mm, turns out a compass, it wouldn't really, really help at all. And then I like how after she does that bit, uh, it just kind of like the beat like just kind of like stops. And like at a certain point, it's like she comes in super strong with like the definitely, definitely, like definitely no logic, you know, like almost like a frustration with how complicated the human condition can be like she's established she's very interested in it and it's satisfying almost like drugs to get involved with it but almost like this strong desire to figure it out but it cannot be done and maybe almost just almost up and you got to keep in mind this is in the 90s right so this comes out in 93 i don't know if the song came out a bit before but I mean, globalization, I guess, is starting and everybody's starting to intermingle. And so she's probably met people from everywhere, all different countries and different types of things. And here she is just trying to find like maybe these universal constants that don't seem to be exist. And all she can find that the main thing about humans is we're illogical, we're irrational. And it's almost like our lack of logic unites us. It's, it's such an interesting song from like that kind of level. And it makes me really want to talk to Bjork and just get to know her as like a person and just hear about her experiences. So I, I do plan on doing more of the listening to her interviews type thing. Either way, I enjoyed this song a lot. Like the lyrics, I don't even comment. The way she sings has like this, this range to it where she can just kind of really express such power. And like she can almost like screech 
and not like in a negative way but like it's this screechy singiness to like this calm exuberance and like her range of emotional pouring out is something almost unmatched that i've ever heard and she does like this crazy dynamic where like as she's happy and describing like her voice gets calmer and when it's in a more dark place she can almost bring you there with just uh every single line it's just almost calculated and the the versatility in the way she delivers each lyric is is truly remarkable um i gave this song a five on five i i think this is a really amazing track uh the music video is fucking weird it's got a lot of colors and shit and all these like furries running around i mean people in furry costumes and it made me wonder if also like you could almost take this song as from the perspective of a bunch of little animals that are studying us the humans the way we humans stare at like stuff like no lies bonnie the lady uh live with and whatnot she uh puts bird seed out every morning to try to like watch the birds and she's been watching the squirrels in the tree for a couple of years and just you know she can kind of has watched them strip the bark off and where they built their different nests and it's almost like she's watching squirrel behavior in the way that bjork is watching human behavior so that's pretty dope i thought it was really fun um definitely one of my favorite songs on this project and it's like the first one so it put me off and like this really like i wasn't sure what to expect to it but you can almost see yourself dancing around the forest to a bonfire to this track but at the same time being pensive with some headphones and maybe you know chilling out at home it, it's really cool um anyway the next one is crying i really like that funky do 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 kind of bass that's on this track that just kind of dancey vibe to it like i could see how this one will pop off really well in some kind of rave or dance club and everybody's just kind of bopping around listening to bjork rail out her emotions the way she does um thematically if i understand this track it's it's pretty straightforward she's kind of wandering around feeling isolated as she like travels and shit i travel all around the city go in and out of locomotives all alone that's just the first verse and it's got like this almost i want to say desperateness to the way she sings it but it definitely doesn't have the same curious tone it has more of like this anxious passion driven feeling to it right um and i've i kind of kind of related to that little part of the lyrics where it's just i know what it's like to be sitting there maybe in another country and i or in another place like i've traveled a little little bit in my life and i know what it's like to feel like you're all by yourself you know you're going into a car into a bus you're doing your thing but you feel socially alone even though you're all around and like you know there's no one here and people everywhere so you get that idea like there's no one here but in that sense it's like there's nobody that you know that you care about that you can connect to that is here you look around and it's just there's people but all of these people aren't really individuals that that kind of account for anything in the sense of curing your loneliness or maybe your anxiety or that feeling of maybe just being enveloped in a strange place and i kind of really was was surprised that maybe like in the first song with human behavior you get the sense that this album's going to explore human behavior a bit and then to go into such a interesting uh subject matter of just kind of feeling alone and like missing somebody and then to go into that like powerful chorus where she's just like crying because i need you crying i can feel you crying because i need you crying because i care and i get you know maybe it's about somebody she's with romantically but could also be like a really close friend or a family member or just anybody that 
is a person that being in this moment with would enhance it in some way and this feeling of her missing that person while being in this place surrounded by people but not really having anybody with her kind of just seems like it's all these factors that just amplify it as the music kind of also just kind of blasts out for the chorus and then just kind of pulls back to that funkier vibe for that second verse as it's a hot day and I'm dressed lightly I move carefully through the crowd here everyone is so vulnerable and I'm as well and it's almost like you know she's out there and she's not maybe feeling so protected given what she's wearing you know if you're dressed lightly it is maybe maybe it's the stares of other people maybe she looks super attractive and she's getting the wrong kind of attention or maybe she's just realizing that everyone out there without any protection is vulnerable to any kind of darkness that could be going on in the city i mean there's plenty of reasons for a person walking through unfamiliar territory to feel anxious like i've had moments where maybe i'm just going to meet somebody for the first time and you know you have these weird thoughts that run through your head like maybe something dark's gonna happen here and i kind of wish that i had that person that person that i want with me but they're not my like you know friend or whatever instead you're just out and about and you're hoping and you're maybe i don't know it just kind of has this anxiety to it that i really like and the way she just screams and expresses it all is really really fucking just powerful um only if a ship would sail in or just somebody came and knocked at the door or just or just something and for this i just kind of like pictured myself at parties because i'm not really that good at going to parties um i've had many a night where i just kind of sit there on the side and i mean there's people everywhere but i don't know anyone and i don't know that i give off like the friendliest vibe to people when i'm at these parties because i get sometimes some weird looks and shit and i'm just like usually i'm just pretty innocent with it but i come off like i'm maybe a little more malicious looking i don't really know what it is but i i can picture nights where it's like late in the night and you're just kind of stuck or especially if you're at like a rave and it's overnight and you're just waiting for like the fucking buses to open again so you can go home and you're just almost hoping anybody will approach you or you're just hoping somebody will come in and just show an interest especially when you're surrounded by people who have interests with each other and whatnot either way um i really enjoyed this it's just I think even if I don't fully understand what she was going for with this song, I felt like I was able to still connect with it. I felt that the power and the, like, she was screaming out, like, you can just picture her being, like, calm and composed on the outside, scruffling about the city, but inside, this is the emotion that was really going on. This is what's boiling up beneath the surface and whatnot. So I was just enamored with the, the raw passion and the emotion in it, plus the fun, dancey, groovy beat where, again, you're getting, like, this really enjoyable music that can serve multiple purposes but you're being blasted with some shit to think about in maybe a little more of an obscure way um i don't like this one quite as much as human behavior but i like it pretty fucking close so i gave it a 4.75 on 5 it is damn near perfect to me and on that note we can move on to something a little more lovey as we discuss venus as a boy I mean, I believe there's railway sounds in this one, like bus sounds, maybe some outside shit. It's definitely a song that has all your conventional elements of a song, but the way she just adds in other sounds to the music 
to make it music had me doing shit recently like sitting there in the subway and just listening to the natural vibrations of the subway the way the doors open the ambiance sounds the people talking and just trying to almost compose this all like the natural rhythms of different layers of a song in my head and i thought that was really cool so since a couple of the tracks on this album really got me thinking about that and this is one of those so i think it's so cool the way bjork can just implement other types of sounds one of the things to say about this project and i'm just going to quote her on it because i think it's better that you just hear her words so she wrote this in her living room in iceland and sang it into a dictaphone later by accident we were going through sounds and i found this broken bottle sounds it wasn't intentional but it sounded great and i was like that's really cool how that's just the kind of organic natural recording process like it's like she just made it all bootleg and whatever and they figured it out like she wasn't worried about the proper recording studios or the overall perfect sense of everything they were she was just trying to create and i think that's really really inspiring and then you come across this sound and it's like yo that sounds dope it wasn't really planned but that's really cool it's almost like again how much your music really it's just the accidents that got left in as opposed to the intentional things, you know? I'm not, obviously a lot of music's intentional, but I'm certain a lot of things were accidental is what I'm trying to say. This one is kind of like taking the idea of Venus, the goddess of love and, and beauty, and describing some boy who encapsulates Venus, the goddess of love and beauty. So that's why he believes in a beauty. He's Venus as a boy. You know, he just kind of is that thing. Um, I'll be honest with you. Love songs are not 100% like my favorite go-to type sounds in life. However, her, again, she has this innocence and like she sounds fully enamored with this person or this this guy that she's envisioning or this idea you know and she just kind of that first verse coyly just kind of describing some shit whose wicked sense of humor suggests exciting sex i'm like that is fucking blunt i'm like i wasn't expecting it right it's first of all the funny guy who has like the darker sense of humor and shit they usually are pretty good with the exciting sex so good on you bork bjork for uh noticing that shit but just the way that it's not like how he looks or how he you know he's tall and he's handsome no it's like his wicked sense of humor shows that his personality is gonna be somebody that's gonna have some exciting fucking sex and i'm like so what bjork is saying here is really find somebody whose vibe gets you going right off the jump that that is what her vision of venus as a boy is it's about the energy of the person and i'm like that's super cool his fingers they focus on our touches he's venus as a boy and so it's again not about what he's like it's kind of almost he's got this sense of humor and he focuses his fingers and his attention on her and you know it's almost like what he can bring to the table that is more important than maybe some of the more superficial things i'm truly interested in that because it's not the common approach to like what a lot of people seem to be focused on so i, I i'm already kind of 
intrigued by this song um the chorus is all right it's fluffy and it's nice and it's all the things it's supposed to be in a hook it's a little bit slow there's a little bit of those gibberish parts and i don't really know what what she's saying there but it's kind of got this nice little effect to it um then the second verse just has he's exploring the taste of her arousal so accurate he sets off the beauty in her he's venus venus is a boy and so i get this as um he's eating her out and enjoying pleasing her and the more that she's aroused and getting wet with the taste and whatnot going on it's like he can he gets stimulated and motivated by this so i can imagine in this male centric everybody gotta please the man kind of world when you take the idea of the goddess of love and beauty and flip it it's now going to be this witty charming guy whose focus is on your you the lady's pleasure and with the goal of making that lady feel beautiful to excite her to make her feel complete and powerful and i guess sploosh and whatnot so i mean it's really cool because it it really sets off like almost like it's a little cheat sheet of how to to get a lady to be a little bit interested in you in my experience by showing charm and wit focusing on her and like making sure she's taken care of you really can't go wrong at coming off like venus as a boy by following the instructions bjork puts out for us all in this little song so it's almost like don't worry about what you look like if you're a dude just be a little bit charming be a little bit focused on her you should have no problems i don't know it's really nice it's airy sounding it's got a lot of cool things mixed in like i said i'm okay with this one i give it a 4.5 compared to like average music this shit is truly exceptional i like the other two a little bit more than this one but i'm very impressed by how she's able to kind of hone in on certain emotions and just explore them with every element from the way she sings it like she sounds joyous and happy on this one in a way where she felt anxious on the other one and the music also complements the same emotions she seems to be going for on the tracks and it's just really remarkable but i think the one that may have really impressed me the most on this project is the next one and it's there's more to life than this the live version so bjork is performing this song live at some party and i think it's really meta like this is a meta fucking song so i don't even know if it can work as a studio version in light of what she has done with this live version of the song so come on girl let's sneak out of this party it's getting boring there's more to life than this it's still early morning we could go down to the harbor and jump between the boats and see the sun come up so bjork is performing at this party and like the song is really kind of dancey and vibey and like you know you're supposed to be kind of moving around but the subject matter is juxtaposed as you know what this party isn't really the party there's more to life than just going to these parties and being here everyone's just kind of whatever this was fun it's kind of getting a little boring why don't we go jump in the fucking water next to the boats let's see some nature let's watch the sun come up let's be some fucking outside and shit 
and she's singing it live. You can hear the music playing, and apparently she's kind of roaming the crowds and shit, which isn't maybe so apparent, but this is apparently what's going on. And then you can hear how, like, the pre-recorded studio version of the chorus, you know that there's more to life than this, you know that there's more to life, starts playing, and she doesn't sing over it. You just kind of hear her wandering around. Um, and then in the second, uh, then the chorus kind of plays through a second time and she starts singing over it. There's more to life than this. And then you hear like noises of like a, it's apparently a bathroom stall. Like she opens up the bathroom stall door and shit. And then you kind of hear it get like the music kind of gets all like low cause she's gone into a bathroom and she's just kind of recording, uh, over, I guess, as she's singing it live, we could nick a boat and sneak off to this island i could bring my little ghetto blaster there's more to life than this we'd have to rush back to the town's best baker to get first bread in the morning there's more to life than this and i guess that's just kind of looking that like maybe you know while we're at the harbor and we've left this party we could go have this grand adventure i'll bring my little music player we can almost create a little movie and shit and i took that second part like and as long as we're back by the morning and we're able to go to work and do whatever the fuck we have to do everything's cool and this is how you get the most out of life pushing it to the limit just maybe not going to the club every weekend maybe trying to do some other kinds of things inventing your own shit but then you hear like as she's singing that kind of slam the doors of the bathroom and then go back out to the party and you can just kind of picture her singing and dancing around and she's grooving to this whole thing and then as the chorus kind of plays out again you at some point hear her just like apparently she leaves she goes outside and it's almost like if you've ever been at like a rave or whatever and you're standing outside the building and you can kind of hear the beat and everything just pulsing inside the building but it's not clear enough for you to really hear anything that's actually happening you just kind of hear the the background of the music and i just was blown away by this i mean this is a five on five for sure um I don't know if it's like the kind of song that I would absolutely go like throw on to listen to, but if it did come on at a live event, it's fucking wicked. It's well done. Apparently there is a studio version, but I don't know if it's accessible. I couldn't find it when I did look around for it, but I just had to like consider like, so in the last one, I was just discussing how the way she uses sounds is something that blows my mind. And it's just the way she can add such regular things to it to kind of create something so different in the same way. The way she used the environment of recording this track live, live, this song about leaving a party and going to like live life as a person performing her own song about this at the party and then just kind of gets flustered with it and then leaves the party and goes on. And it's just the way that the, the changing environment just enhances the overall experience you have like you almost feel like you're wandering around with her you can almost close your eyes and picture that party you're at where you've felt that same thing i don't know it just this is some next level shit i really 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 fucking enjoyed it and yeah i don't have a lot more to say on it i'd love to hear what you think though and if you have other examples of songs that are like this that just kind of get so meta i'd personally love to hear your favorite examples of this on that note why don't we talk about how we could be like someone in love? Um, so apparently this one is originally written by Johnny Burke and Jimmy Van Heusen. 
But Bjork took it and obviously sings it out as we're talking about it and it's on this project. And she adds in this, I don't know what instrument it is. Like she's just strumming on something. It doesn't sound like a guitar or something different. Like maybe a mandolin or one of those types of instruments. And as she's singing over it, it's all these organic city like sounds like cars and shit you can maybe hear some birds coming in here and there and it's all this like ambiance sounds that really just fill out and like flush like make the song feel like very flush and full and the song is called like someone in love like lately i found myself out gazing at stars hearing guitars like someone in love and the way you have like this cityscape playing out as almost the overall beat of the music mixed with this simple little guitar you can almost get this like dorky uh paris romance scene in your head with bjork wandering around and she truly like encaptures like this romantic ah like 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 when you first meet somebody new in your life it's all exciting and everywhere you look is positive and it almost feels like a disney movie as you walk around and maybe the little bird lands on your hand and shit and it's really fun and i feel like we've transitioned into this emotion so seamlessly that i'm really impressed again with with the, just the diversity of this project um it's totally not my kind of song as in something i would like to go listen to that much just because it is a really pretty and beautiful love song type thing which is not my cup of tea but as far as how well made it is this ranks extremely high because it isn't just some corny love song it is this beautiful encapsulation of that emotion of almost having this crush on somebody new when you're first falling in love you know lately i seem to walk as though i have wings bump into things like someone in love and i i get it i've i've had that myself in my life and i'm certain most people watching this well, at least who are fortunate enough to have had that feeling can relate to that kind of sentiment where like nothing can really go wrong it's all good everything's finally just in sync and airy and beautiful and the music it really conveys that shit um each time i look at you i'm limp as a glove and feeling like someone in love you know it's just that kind of stuff it it doesn't like it speaks to me in a very relatable way it just isn't also i don't know i'm i guess i conveyed what i was trying to say about this track i think it's so perfect in terms of fitting into this project and you know exploring part of the irrationality of the human behavior a little bit because if you really think about how she, the different things she's uh, explored just like the curiousness about humanity how being without somebody is anxious how you know meeting somebody can be like so fulfilling and then there's more to life than just partying and shit like it's just it's almost these kind of back and forths of wanting to be around people or to escape environments or to get into new ones and i think it's pretty freaking cool um i don't know i don't have a lot more to say about this one i enjoyed it um i totally could see how a lot of people really love this one but uh, let's move on to Big Time Sensuality. Man, this is, again, super upbeat and super like, do, 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 do. I don't know if I'm doing it fully right, but you just kind of just want to move around and dance a little bit. Just kind of like 
pop around and the song is another kind of love song this is like the platonic love song anthem to your friends that you connect with i get the feeling listening to this that bjork and i have something in common we don't do casual very well in the sense that you meet people and you, when you connect with them you just connect and it's this big intense passionate thing where you just don't even have the normal walls of secrets and everything is explosive and exciting and that happens to me with anybody i meet that i truly get along with and we we, do, we don't really do small talk it's just deeper type shit um and this song just is explosive that is the best way but it's explosive in this joyful happiness kind of way the music is just fun and you're just bopping around like you can just picture bjork having the best fucking time making it um the lyrics are really interesting i can sense it something important is about to happen it's coming up you know like as she meets you and she feels that spark of interest in you and she feels that connection she just knows that it's going to manifest into something incredible and something great but then what she does with the chorus and because when you do have that connection with somebody it's a little bit risky and not everybody wants to step up to the plate and really go as far as these types of relationships and friendships and that genuinity can actually go so she actually says it takes courage to enjoy it the hardcore and the gentle big time sensuality and that's a fascinating point because I have met plenty of people who we could have been like the dopest of friends, but the passion levels were not the same. They weren't into that big time sensuality. Maybe they didn't have the courage. And maybe in other moments, I didn't have the courage to recognize these moments in front of me. And when you do make a new friend, it, or when you do connect with somebody new, it, it, it's almost as risky as falling in love for the first time. So even if you think back to that joyful, like someone in love song, maybe it wasn't actually about a romantic partner. Maybe it was just how she is with people when she has great friends and she meets new people and in the same way this is just like a manifestation of what it's like to be someone in love that passionate explosiveness um i love the second verse because it was just so relatable we just met and i know i'm a bit too intimate but something huge is coming up and we're both included you know and i've met people and i just feel like you know I'm, i could grow up with this motherfucker like we could be the dopest of homies or maybe it's like back when i was single i could just know we would get along and i just want to like you know connect and get all deep and intimate and shit and i like how she goes i'm a bit too intimate because that is something that the world has that's why we have small talk nobody wants to get deep nobody wants to get intimate nobody wants to talk about our deepest fears and our biggest hopes and our all of that shit like that's part of my big problem with my social life is that i'm more like bjork i want to do the big time sensuality thing and everyone wants to talk about the the little things like netflix and hockey which I have trouble connecting over i mean there's certain little things i can connect over but i want to have that deep shit that big time sensuality i don't know i feel like this like was a really cool one in terms of again offering some relatable emotional experiences and almost like destigmatizing passionate friendships like a lot of people maybe get weird about getting close especially within guys guys it's hard to make friends with if you want to be intimate it's like you're not even allowed to say that without a no homo or some bullshit like that i don't know i like the the sentiment of who she is she just feels like such a genuine person this is such a passionate beautiful song um i give it a 4.5 on 5 i really enjoyed it um anyway 
The next one on this album is called One Day. So apparently that baby at the beginning is not Bjork's kid or anything. It's from a fucking Pampers commercial that you could find. Hold up, hold up. You can... It's a standard Swedish Pampers commercial baby. And you can find that sample if you really want to. So since I like to share, you know, the stuff I learned, that's that's how we're starting this one off. Um, this song has a different emotion and it has this emotion of like serenity to it like at a certain point in time when you are ready for whatever that thing is gonna be it's gonna happen and you're gonna you know stick with it and i can imagine like the like as a person who creates art and does the youtube thing and whatnot like this is very in line overall with don't give up when it's hard because it's all the people who gave up that were like two things away from like making it and maybe it's a year maybe it's five years but it's if you give up you will never succeed in your life so one day it will happen one day one day it will all come true one day when you're ready one day one day when you're up to it and i like how that little juxtaposition happens there so one day you're gonna get your dreams and it's all gonna be amazing and it's all gonna be incredible and then the second part is one day when you're ready and when you're up to it and this really relates to me like even today um i was supposed to do some rap reviews but the lyrics weren't available so i said i don't want to do any reviewing and i canceled but then i felt bad and then i decided to do this bjork review so i at least put out something but i guess the whole point of that is I want that success in life, but it's when you're ready to put in that work and to live in the way that you're supposed to, to kind of receive the blessings. It's when you're ready to align yourself to see opportunity when it's in your face. It's like I could have gone to a show last night where I would have met some local rappers, which might have opened the doors up for me to be involved in some of these things. And I didn't do it because I don't know, I guess I wasn't up to it. And it really makes me think when I hear lines like this that as much as I'm waiting for certain things maybe to happen, like maybe one of these videos goes viral. Okay, it's not going to happen at this point. But like, I mean, it might, but it's not really a gamble you should be making. It's more when you're ready to put yourself into the place and doing the things that you want to do, the atmosphere will get lighter. And, you know, the sun, two suns ready to shine just for you. And it's like once you're ready to put yourself in that place, you'll get everything. You'll feel it, etc and then you know kind of flows in as it gets more passion and the music gets thicker and it builds up more and she just kind of you know gets more explosive and she's like one day uh you will blossom you know like you're gonna get to where you like it's like a growing process you know like this isn't just some shit that happens and i know that right now as a reviewer i am significantly better than when i started doing my first reviews at the end of 2016 i was not very good then i couldn't do a solo video i couldn't hold it down and keep talking and always come up with something to say it would have been really bad all things considered i mean maybe you think you miss is bad well it would have been worse than this version of bad whereas now because we've been grinding and, and putting in that effort and trying to find ways to improve and to take in the feedback of the universe it almost feels sometimes like an airplane will curve gracefully around a volcano with the eruption that never lets you down that is one of the weirdest worded fucking things ever i know my segue was terrible but what a weird like thing but basically it's like as you have these disasters and shit that comes in um 
it's like you'll be able to get around it and you'll always be able to have faith that you'll be guided through the stormy situations of life. I don't know. And it just kind of explodes into the beautifulest fireworks are burning in the sky just for you. I can feel it. And it's almost like Bjork is saying she has absolute faith that you will be able to accomplish anything that you want to set out to do with your life as long as you're willing to do the things on your end of it to ensure that, again, you're able to receive the blessings of the situation. Um, and it's like, like maybe, like, I mean, I feel it a lot in an anecdotal sense as somebody who's been pursuing and all the missed opportunities. But as a, an example, I have a friend of mine who was really feeling mopey and we had a conversation where I'm like, yo, I'm certain there's opportunities in your face and you don't even see it. And then next thing you know, he links up with these significant players in his field and he has this crazy opportunity in his face and now he's pursuing that. And it's like all of a sudden he goes from being mopey McMopey face to aeroplanes are crazy curving gracefully around the volcanoes with the i really like that line um i think this song is brilliant um it just really fucking picks you up i feel like it's it, it spoke to me and it, and it was like come on holden i know that it is not the simplest thing to keep trying to to run through it and i don't want to come off negative because i'm not that's not the goal here it's more that i don't feel negative because i hear shit like this and it reminds me that one day shit will be what it's supposed to be and to be candid with y'all i fucked around a lot when i was young i deserve to put in my grind today so it's just fair and it's just kind of what it's supposed to be and as i learn how to handle the bigger picture and i learn how to handle the more complicated things that come with life when i'm ready it will all come and i really think it's a beautiful sentiment so i gave this track a 4.75 really amazing sounding like this album we're seven songs in there's nothing on this that sounds bad in any conceivable way. Everything is composed at a masterful level that is just above and beyond. It's distinct. It stands out. And I'm reviewing this in 2019. And like it doesn't sound that dated. It doesn't sound old. It doesn't sound like it came out in 93. It just sounds fucking great in a sense. It sounds timeless. It sounds like I could listen to this album in 10 years and it's so fucking weird it'll just work. So I wanted to give Bjork all that credit. And since we did talk about aeroplanes, the next one's called Aeroplane. This has some crazy rhythmic shit and then it just flows in and out. And then at one point it just like stops and has some like brass sounding shit like kick in and she's just screaming over it. Then she's singing over it and she's doing all of that transitionary shit. And I'm like, damn Bjork, you are absolutely a versatile artist with a whole lot of interesting going on here. Um, as far as what this song's about, it's like, I cannot live peacefully without you for even a moment. I miss you terribly when you're away. And I guess in this case, it's like maybe a romantic partner. And she's just kind of, and I got to imagine that her life has her traveling a whole bunch. And she's maybe just in a hotel room or somewhere. And she's just thinking about this person that she cares about. And she misses them so much. That she, and you already have a good idea about the level of passion that Bjork brings to the table. So you have this come in and she's just like, can't live without you. I'm feeling very awful. And it's just fucking unfair almost how terrible it is when you're not around me. And I'm just like, that's, it sounds all mysterious and kind of crazy. And then, you know, he's away. This ain't right. I'm alone. I'm taking an airplane across the world to follow my heart. And 
I kind of was like, it's almost like because she's traveling around the world to follow her heart, I took that as like pursuing her passions and her dreams, which is the reason she's apart from this person in the first place. So the sacrifice of being around this person who has her heart, that the sacrifice of having to be alone, it's not right. It's something that's super uncomfortable for her and something that really maybe is challenging that she's dealing with. And then it's like the cost of having to pursue her dreams is to feel this misery of not being around them and it's just such a a natural thing like there was this month i spent in pakistan while i was dating a girl and i remember missing her terribly while i was there and i was by myself and i went through a lot of different feelings that i think bjork has explored on this album while i was in that month in pakistan so it definitely helps me empathize with it just having had a comparable experience like that um i like the second verse too where it's like how come out of all the people in the world only one can make me complete one word one word on the phone makes me happy one touch but one touch directly makes me ecstatic so it's like she loves this person so much that hearing their their voice really makes a difference and i can remember those moments where you have that call and you just hear their voice and it's almost comforting and it's peaceful and you tell them about your day and even if it's not ideal it's still something wonderful to have versus that moment when you get to touch them again it becomes pure bliss and joy and everything's just fucking great and i don't know i thought it was just really an interesting track looking at feeling lonely while pursuing your dreams or your life and very honest again very in line with everything else i've said about this project i don't know if the sounds used on it were stuff i liked as much um it was a lot of weird to me i don't know what the right genres are it's definitely not stuff i listen to a lot of it was extremely well composed but i didn't find it was really as enjoyable so i gave it a 4.3 compared to regular music it's super great but compared to this album it is definitely the one that i've liked the least so far and that's all right it's still an interesting track with plenty to say so why don't we move on to come to me the drum patterns on this song are ridiculous. The rhythms are, are complex and interesting and it, and it just keeps evolving a little bit. And I really, really enjoyed it. The beats kind of got this smooth, ambient calmingness to it. And that makes sense because of what this song seems to be about. Um, now, full disclosure about myself, I'm a super anxious person that ate thinks too much but more relevant to this song I, I talk too much and i get a little bit insecure in terms of maybe my romantic partners and so i felt like as i was listening to this song i have been in the moment that bjork is describing here where maybe i'm feeling away and then you hear come to me i'll take care of you protect you calm calm down you're exhausted come lie down you don't have to explain i understand and so it's just having that in my case woman who's been there and just seen me and just you know come lie down i got you you don't have to explain anything of course i talk too much so i'm going to explain shape but it's just kind of she's just going to deal with the situation and use her empathy to you know take care of you and hold you and do that magical shit that person who cares about you does that just makes you feel better when you're not even though it's an irrational illogical type thing um but then i thought it was super interesting in the chorus when she goes you know that i adore you you know that i love you so don't make me say it it would burst the bubble break the charm and this is where i kind of empathized a bit because i can imagine with the eccentric types that bjork must attract that she deals at a high level of insecurity and it, when i'm feeling insecure it's almost like 
even while that person is holding you and like proving empirically how much they love and care about you you'll be like just tell me you love me just tell me you know you'll say some dumbass shit and then in a sense you're killing the romance and breaking the fourth wall a bit and so there's this whole charm and this vibe and she's just trying to be there maybe this is some like foreplay emotional type shit or maybe it's just like she she doesn't you know she just needs to go through the motions of it like there's no need to say what's being done i've met plenty of people who it's like if you can i kiss you kills the vibe Whereas other people want to hear all the words. And so everyone's kind of different. In Bjork's sense, I get the feeling that the vibe is very powerful. And you're supposed to just ride the vibe and let it be what it's supposed to be. And in the same way, uh, so by by talking about it, you just kind of get rid of it. It's almost like you you, you create doubt. You, you make things that don't need to be said be said, which breaks the magic of having this ethereal shit in the air. And that's, that's kind of how I felt about that. And then in the second verse, I feel like she just kind of doubles down, like jump off, your building's on fire, I'll catch you, I'll catch you, destroy all that's keeping you down, and I'll nurse you, I'll nurse you, I'll protect you. So it's like I can see the demons going on, I can see the chaos in your life, I can see all the problems you're facing, and I can help you, and I can be there for you, just shut the fuck up and let me do it. And I'm like, okay, I was a guy who talks too much, I've been the guy in this, this moment multiple times, Bjork has done it again by capturing a real and powerful emotion something different than anything else on this project which considering it's the ninth song isn't always the simplest thing for a lot of artists to do so nine tracks nine emotions damn powerful really great the serene feel of this song it just really envelops you it's just beautiful to listen to i gave it a 4.5 on 5 um i really enjoyed it i don't have a lot more to say about it so why don't we go on to one that's called violently happy so this one has more of that like EDM-y, pulsy, dancey vibe to it where it's like, you know, fun and, and kind of groovy. But just think about the title, Violently Happy. That's kind of an oxymoronic situation, right? Because usually violence is a negative thing. But in this case, it's like her happiness is so passionate that it's almost like it could be perceived as violence in a sense. It's so intense. It's so exuberant. Or maybe she, I don't know. Like, since I met you, this small town uh, hasn't got room for my big feelings. So I get the sense that, like, when she's around, a lot of people maybe can't handle her passion or her energy. And so she's so happy. She's so out there. She's so enjoying life that it almost offends other people because she's violently happy. And then she kind of adds that because i love you so maybe it's just the way that she makes this person and they're so into each other maybe it's public displays of affection maybe it's just i don't know her she's explosive with her emotions and shit but the way that's pulsing b kicks in and shit you really just get this like man i want to be bjork's friend that sounds like fun but like she just feels like she connects so deeply with whoever these people are and it makes her emotions explode so fucking much that she ends up using language like she's violently happy in love with this person you know or she's violently happy but you're not here violently happy come calm me down before i get into trouble so she's in a great place per se but she also misses this person and maybe needs this person to complete them or to, to keep her kind of on a, a safer level i don't really understand this one a hundred percent but i have had moments in my life where maybe my passion is so crazy and having that person around me keeps me kind of level but when they're not there i just kind of go a little bit too far and i don't know maybe that's kind of what it's coming from 
but i really just love the energy or just the idea of having such a powerful connection that it's almost off-putting to other people i tiptoe down to the shore stand by the ocean make it roar at me and i roar back so now you just i mean she seems like the kind of person i mean who's the kind of person who's going to go down and just scream at the ocean and just make noise and to be out there like almost living your best life and shit can be perceived as violently happy something that isn't normal or accepted by other people but is really just the expression of these extremely passionate emotions that she has feeling which other people don't know how to express or maybe don't feel so comfortable doing like she she uses words like over emotional i'll get into trouble real soon if you don't get here baby and then it just kind of like keeps on flowing through uh, as the beat just gets more and more intense it kind of shifts a bit and you just feel like it evolves proper the chorus adjusts the words a little bit like violently happening i'm driving my car too fast with ecstatic music on you know uh i'm violently happy i'm daring people to jump off roofs with me only you can calm me down i'm aiming too high soothe me so it's maybe like she's freaking out on this positive rush of life i'm like this other person is able to like take her soul and calm her and just focus her and like we've already seen how passionately her emotions can be out in the world and how maybe she doesn't connect with everybody so i kind of like like i kind of just picture her egging everyone on to do like some dumb ass shit that maybe people shouldn't be doing and then she's just like okay maybe maybe i'm going a little bit too far um i'm a little bit too drunk i'm a little bit too crazy going on i need you here to like uh, calm me down because you get me and that's really dope um another great song on this project another really fun one to listen to for me and so i gave it another 4.5 on 5. i'm i'm really enthralled with what i've heard so far and there's one more on this album to talk about and it's called the anchor song oh it's a saxophone was that sound on aeroplane and it's uh okay i say that because i saw on genius here that um oliver lake did the saxophone for this song so that's what that sound is i wasn't sure this one is like a complete like to me left field from the rest of the project but not really sonically a little bit it's really sparse it kind of has this saxophone and it just feels like it's almost not meant to be like a song but more of an expression more of her calling out for herself and Whereas the other ones seem to involve other people and be kind of emotions about her environment, you, you kind of get this one where she's homesick or she under or she's finally come back home. She's gone around the world and now she's back here. Um, I mean, this one has this one verse that gets repeated twice as the music changes halfway through. I live by the ocean and during the night I dive into it, down to the bottom underneath all the currents and drop my anchor. This is where I'm staying. This is my home. So... I know that Bjork is very passionate about living around nature and being not so much in the city and, you know, being in a, a more natural kind of setting. Um, and you just get the sense that she's, in a very literal sense, gone and found where she wants to be in life, where she wants to set up her nest, as you can say. And it has to do with maybe being by the water so she can go swim and this is what makes her feel important and i mean i'm certain it has to do with being in iceland which is um by the water and i imagine i don't know if there's a whole lot of iceland that's not by the water that's habitable i don't really know a whole lot about it to be honest with you 
but i just get the sense that it's like she's maybe just kind of shouting it out and letting you know this is what's important i know where my roots are i know who i am as a person and i think it's bigger than just where she lives i i think it's more like i know who i am i know just in this crazy world with all these different things that are going on i've dropped my anchor i i am who i am and i'm unapologetically so this is my home this is just the sense of everything um i really enjoy like the idea of this song and what it represents but i don't know if i really enjoyed listening to the song it was okay it was definitely different um it was I don't, I don't have a lot to comment on it it was just kind of a weird experience where it kind of doesn't feel like she's trying to create any kind of groove or rhythm or vibe like she was doing on the other tracks it just kind of feels like she wanted to express this shit over this music and she said what she had to say and this is just what it is um i don't know maybe i'm missing some bigger point and i would love to hear anything you want to add to this because i am curious about more to learn more about it but um anyway i gave this song a four on five i really thought it was fun to listen to and yeah that would be it that is basically the end of this project i don't have i i don't have a lot more to say um i gave the album a 4.5 7 on 5 i would call this a classic album um definitely something that i think is incredible for being a 26 year old project it doesn't feel dated in the sense that none of the mixing or whatever came off in a way where it sounds like oh that's so 1993 um the sounds honestly come on well maybe some of the techno feels a little early 90s i'll be honest but outside of that like the subject matter what she's singing about the the lyrics she uses none of that feels dated her poetry and her capturing of human emotion her exploration of just different aspects of human behavior are are absolutely brilliant and really astute and it's really like i don't know like she sings in such a weird and beautiful way where she can scream and she can just make all the she has such a powerful range with her voice and she's able to flip the control of exactly what emotion she's trying to convey to meet the perfect groove of the song time every single time on this project all 11 of them she did it masterfully time and time again the composition beneath her was perfect like there's nothing wrong with it your only big issue you might have is that it's not a sound you particularly enjoy from a preference perspective this is fucking brilliant it is quite the debut um yeah i see what i did there anyway that's what i have to think about it i really look forward to hearing what you have to say in the comments i make the promise that if you do put a comment down there i will make that effort to answer your comments so we can have a little conversation at some point in the next month or two i will get the next bjork review out and i will just keep doing them until i've covered all of her albums um just want to give a special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado dj black hurricane jonathan barnes linda williams they support what we do they get to tell us what albums to review every now and again you'll see we do patreon requests um they helped us get a new camera they get to see our content a little early when we're on time with it and they really they really motivate and support us and make this totally awesome and if you're not down for that you can totally hit that subscribe button hit that like button and leave that comment so that the youtube people know 
know that you are down for what we do i dropped a music project recently so you can check that out on bandcamp spotify it's on this channel and you can let me know what you think about that and yeah i'll get back to you soon with another review and i really look forward to seeing what you have to say in the comments peace